Two in URFM's Health and Wellbeing. For our sponsor, Mullen Natural Health Centre, Hamilton. Look, he was very excited that he was coming in today. Replacement this week for Peter Mullen, who's, who's on holidays. Good morning, da- good afternoon, David Marsden. <laughs> How are you, Mark? Look, a very big show, big show. One of your big topics that you're very big on, very sweet on, is the thyroid. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. It's um, it's the biggest. I guess it's the major gland that influences every single cell in the body. So that's why I'm passionate about it, because it has so much impact in everything that we go about in our life. So it's a pretty important piece of equipment to get right. Very much so. So what I wanted to talk about today was, firstly, how does it work? And then what interrupters can um, stop that from functioning. David, I know you're about to jump into health and well-being at a moment, but you were very excited to hear some Fogarty, yeah, weren't you? I was very, very excited. It's 1970 all over again. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, so tell me, David, this week we're going to meet our thyroid. It's, it, you said earlier in the intro how important it is. Yeah. What is our thyroid and, and how does it basically okay. work in our body? So do you know, uh, Mark, where the thyroid is? It's sort of up in your throat area? Yeah, in the neck area. It's about okay. the size of, a, I suppose, a walnut. And mm-hmm. it's a butterfly shape, and it's, uh, it's, it's a master gland, so it's very important. So, but do you know actually what happens is that it actually starts in the, in the brain. So actually we produce um, from the hypothalamus a, a particular hormone called thyroid-releasing hormone, which actually stimulates the pituitary gland to actually produce TSH. So we- everybody will be familiar with that particular um, hormone called thyroid stimulating hormone, which actually stimulates the thyroid, right, in the neck to produce T4. Okay? So T4 then goes mainly into the liver, about 80%. Okay? But it does other cells as well, where it gets converted to T3. Now, this T3 can either go in two ways. It can either go to a cell, and that's where we get our energy metabolism, all the active parts, or we can actually, if we have a lot of stress, a lot of toxins, etc., it gets converted to what we call reverse T3. So you can see there's many functions of this thyroid. If we don't test for it, how are we going to know how it's actually getting to the cell? So this is why it's really important, I found, that if we, don't, if we, don't, if we only test for that TSH, it's incomplete. The testing is incomplete. So that's pretty much what you're saying. When we go off to get our thyroid tested, fantastic that, that some of the, the function is being tested, but it would be nice if it was broadened out to cover all of those Absol- things. Absolutely, because what we're finding is there's a lot of people, about 40% of people you and I probably even know, that are walking around with a suboptimal thyroid. So they could be feeling a little bit um, tired, they could be gaining a little bit of weight, um, they could be having a few, you know, uh, cold hands, cold feet, those sort of things. But they're not being tested because the thyroid stimulating hormone is the only test that, they, that the, your GP will test for unless it becomes out of balance. So if we are walking around out of balance, yep. uh, what are some of the longer-term imp- implications that that could leave us with? Okay, so the main one that most people will see will be lethargy, fatigue. That's the big one. So everybody will find that they'll have low energy, they'll feel like, you know, tired all the time, wake up tired. Mainly um, in the mornings, they'll, they'll kind of have that sluggishness in the mornings. They'll also come with that, they can actually get depression with that as well. So it could be tied in with that as well. So I always say if somebody comes in with that sort of 
stress and depression and anxiety, I'll always check their thyroid as well. It's a good idea. Um, one of the other things were weight gain, sudden weight gain for unknown reasons. You know, like you'll just look at food <laughs> and suddenly you'll you put yeah. on that extra kilo for some, unre- for some unknown reason that's beyond that person. Wow, that's yeah. depressing to even think of, isn't it? <laughs> so not only do you feel fatigue, but you're putting on weight for unknown reasons that you know of. Um, you're probably feeling the cold and you're feeling depressed. This is the sort of picture that mm. people are coming to see me with and they're wondering why the results aren't, aren't shown up in their blood tests. And they're saying you're okay and actually not okay. Well, why do you think that this complete testing doesn't make up part of the, the thyroid test? Well, that's a good question. And um, uh, I'm sure um, mm. the GPs could probably sort of talk more about that side. But I just don't think that um, it's a complete one. And maybe it's a costing thing. But to be honest with you, I, I recommend that all my patients get that test. And it's got what? cost $30, $35 maybe to get it done. It's not a big cost. And I think that's going to give you a true picture to what exactly happening. Now, I'm not saying that the thyroid is totally all the, all the answers, but it's one part of that. We've got to look at other areas as well, like the adrenal glands, like other areas like the gut, um, diet, lifestyle, etc. So it's part of the picture. And if we're not getting a good foundation of where it is we're, we're not getting a good picture and even if it's even if it just becomes a case of well we can just rule it out the thyroid that Ab- is absolutely because that. of how how long reaching it is into yeah. our whole body and how important yeah. it is we've yeah, got to do a, that there's a certain um range with the uh, thyroid testing so with tsh generally i like it between so the range is between 10 and 20 and i kind of like it to be in the middle but it never blood's never really function always at the same level so it can be a bit fluctuating, but it's generally in the middle, and your T4 should be a, a you know um, sort of in that uh, you know five sort of area, maybe sort of in that you know probably even a little bit lower, um, you know around that sort of area. David, one of your big topics, you love the thyroid because uh, of how important it is. We've been learning now. There are four very specific things you believe that are the things that can wreak havoc on our thyroid. Can you take us on that journey? Yeah, yeah, okay. So the four things that wreak havoc on our thyroid, number one, gluten. Okay? Gluten is a protein that generally is in wheat, barley, uh, a little bit in oats, um, spelt. So it's a protein that um, when it gets broken down in in our gut area, it causes... um, I guess the immune system to react to that protein, okay? Which then, um, as it gets absorbed through the gut area, what happens is that the immune system sees that as a large, too large a protein, and so then you get the immune system activating against that protein, which then triggers a whole myriad of autoimmune, can be the start of autoimmune issues. So, so are you suggesting that that's something that, on a whole, that we may want to look at uh, curbing? Look, definitely, definitely, I would be looking at reducing it. Um, as the depending on, I'm not saying that everybody should go off gluten, but particularly if you have a thyroid issue, it'd be one of the things I would definitely start to reduce, and then look at ways to uh, improve the. And that's why I said the gut is an important part of the thyroid that we need to address as well. 
So it's important to sort of make sure that we're not only looking at the thyroid but look at all those other areas. And most people, when I talk to them about thyroid, will actually say, oh, yes, I've got gut issues, I've got stress issues, I've got, you know, all these other things going on Mm -hmm. as well, which also in natural therapies, that's what you have to address. You address the whole picture of trying to sort of get that. So So gluten's number one. Yep, what have we got on that list at number Um, two? So the second one that I would say is also that wreaks havoc is soy. So we've heard that soy is a good product, but like anything, we can overdo it. And um, what I've found is that um, soy can uh, also do the same thing, just as be as, um, as disruptive as gluten, and it tends to be what they put in everything as well. So quite often you'll look through the packaging numbers and you'll go, oh, there's a soy in that. So we're only supposed to have a certain amount of soy, but what we're finding now is that we're eating way too much probably about two to three times as much as we should have. And that's why soy gets a bad name is because we're eating too much. So from from your perspective, it's not necessarily that in and of itself it is a bad thing. It's the amount that is Absolutely. more the issue. Yeah, yeah. And again, same with gluten too. I would say that we're eating way too much of that because it's in – they use it as fillers and um, binders. It's in tomato sauce. Why, why are they putting gluten in tomato sauce? I, I have no idea. Well, I don't, anyway. need, I don't need tomato sauce, yeah. so I'm but, okay. But then. I mean, yeah, yeah, you're lucky. Yeah, you probably don't have a thyroid issue. Yeah. But, but, um, well, uh, quick diagnosis. I don't eat sauce, so I don't have a problem. Thank you, <laughs> yeah, David. All fine. right, so we've got gluten. We've got soy. Number yeah. three is... Okay, so the other one is, and this might be a bit unusual, but it's actually bromines. So what is bromines? Bromines are actually the thing that's in plastics. It's in the fire retardants of clothing. So things that go unnoticed. Now, what they are is they're called a endocrine disruptor. So what that means is they act like a hormone. So they do the same thing, but they actually block the real hormones for actually getting into the cell. So hence what happens is it disrupts the flow of the the, endo- the hormones. So how do they become a problem if, it, if it's part of clothing and okay, so plastic they put, containers? They, they, yeah, it's in plastic. Yeah, so, you know, it leaches out of the plastic containers. It's um, BPAs, those sort of things, and, you know, um, the... the the plastics that they use to bind the plastic together to hold it together, and the bromines of the fire, the the fire retardants they put on clothing. So that's why you know whenever you buy clothing, you've got to and that smell, you know that new that new smell that you'll get mm. the car smell. That's bromines. That's the that's the toxins. So you need. So we need to get rid of the new car smell. But okay. what we also need to do is wash our clothes. Mm-hmm. When we buy clothes, we need to wash them first before we actually put them on. So, so a, cu- a couple of runs through the washing machine and make absolutely. sure and make sure we're buying a secondhand car. <laughs> yes, that's, the, that's, that's the key to success that's, for your thyroid. <laughs> yeah, that's 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 um our, that's, sec- our yeah. secondhand car while we're driving through the car the car <laughs> yeah, wash yeah, and uh, yeah. not not having a soy latte. Yeah, that's yeah. The, the opinion. Yeah. I guess I guess um, that one's a, uh, that one's a little bit more hard to to ignore completely, isn't it? I mean, yeah. you can you can cut down, you can change your diet, but when we're talking plastics, oh, yeah, it's every, you yeah. can't avoid that. Yeah, I know. That, that's, the, that's the issue is that what we need to do is we need to minimise what we can have. So like I always say, when you, you, you try and purchase things in a glass container or in, not, in, not in a plastic container, or if you do, transfer them into 
a, a glass container or something, you know, at home when you get away, when you get at home. Although yeah. then the, the damage might already be done because course, if, if something's yeah. been sitting yeah, absolutely. in a, for a while. Yeah. And it, last, it's, a, it's a never-ending mm. problem, but uh, you can buy, uh, you know, BPA-free stuff, um, but, you know, that who knows what the other things will be in another 10, 15 years' time. It, mm. it, it's enough to do your head in. So mm. I would sort of say, look, buy things fresh, buy without the packaging, and there's a lot that you can do, the farmer's markets and stuff like that. that are. And number four, quickly. Okay, so the, I guess the, um, the the other things would be stress is the, the adrenal. That's the other driver. Mm. And the four things that wreaks havoc on your thyroid. It's It's one that has to be dealt with whenever you come in with a thyroid you have to deal with the effects and i'm not talking about your general everyday stress that you would go through mark just by dealing with me or something (laughs) like that but it's it's your it's your long-term extreme stress you know like um i don't know the top five things are you know moving house um divorce uh, death in the family, these sort of things. These are what really upregulates the stress hormones, which creates a problem. Now, you have that happening for two to, f- you know, sometimes it can go for years dealing with that. That's when you create a problem. Now, the thyroid is what goes with that. It's what, it's actually, it's a monitor that goes in and tries to balance the body out with the stress side of it. So it's trying to actually help you, but in fact, it's not meant to go on for that long. It's worst, to get, yeah. worst job in the world, moving house, I reckon. Uh, it's it's it, up to there. I it can... is a... <laughs> it's a horrible job. <laughs> so, so we've got to buy a used car and stay in the same house. <laughs> right, yeah. And therefore have your same job, therefore you won't have, be experiencing new stress. Look, look, David's I, got you covered. I, 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 th- I think you're, you're the man for the job <laughs> and you're looking at it. Yeah, yeah. From so, what perspective? So I, I, I guess, you know... You know, these are things, and some of the things we can't always avoid. Mm. But there are some things that we can do to improve our thyroid. And that's like identifying what's causing it. You know, looking at what's been stressing me. Have I been um, eating the wrong foods? Have I been, you know, what's it, you know, environmental toxicity, inflammation. You know, we've talked about that. Make sure you load up on iodine-rich foods because your thyroid is, is, is pretty much 90% th- um, iodine. So we've got to make sure that we're, you know, getting some things like uh, spirulina, um, any of the um, uh, things like um, nuts and seeds that are got a lot of iodine in them. A lot of foods also are fortified with iodine, but I, I always advocate, you know, you know, nuts and seeds and stuff like that. Make sure that the diet is another thing. We can do so much. I've always mentioned this in previous shows. Brazil nuts. Sele- highest amount of selenium, so we need to have that six six Brazil nuts is going to cover all the selenium you need. Pumpkin seeds, sunflower seeds, quarter cup of those is going to do you enough zinc, mm. zinc and iodine. You're going to be set with those. You don't have to rush out and buy supplements. You just need to make sure that what you're doing is actually got enough of those in, um, nutrients in it because it's not just one thing. It's a series of things. It's a lot of other nutrients. Leslie from Kerry Bay, you've got a couple of questions for David about the thyroid. Good afternoon. Yeah, yes, I have. Thanks for taking my call, David. That's okay, uh, about Leslie. About 28 years ago, I had a problem with my thyroid and had to have it um, killed off, I suppose you yeah, could call it, yep, with the radiation. Yep, yep. 
since then I've been on thyroxin. Yep. Um, how good is that uh, comparing it to the natural functions? Well, sometimes I do get <laughs> still get tired. Well, I have regular blood tests. Yeah, yeah. And um, is the regular blood test blood tests are they only testing for the TSH? TH, TSH and T4, only just the T4. last one I went to, I asked her if she could do the TH4 that you were talking yep, about. Yep, 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 yep. So, so, so remember that thyroxine that you're on is actually T4. Right. Okay, that's why she should be measuring that anyway. She right, probably right, does. Good. Okay, so yep. that's that's important. So it needs to be like the the range. Uh, I probably like it around the fifteen to sixteen mark. That's 15 where. Fifteen to sixteen. Yep, I'll just yep, write yep, that down. Good. Yep. yep. Now, now that because it's synthetic, okay, it's only about. Unfortunately, it's only about forty percent um, effective. Yeah, that's what I've yeah, been worried yep, about. Yep. So you still need all the other cofactors. So you still need selenium, zinc, B vitamins. Um, you, you know, you still need all those other factors to make it complete. Right. Okay. B vitamins. So, you so, were saying. Yeah. So that that's it's. And I've heard about the nuts. I was just listening to you with the Brazil yeah. nuts and the yeah. pumpkin seeds. Yep, yep. <laughs> that's a that's a very easy way of getting your selenium and zinc into you. Right. But, but remember that you still need all your other factors as well. So I always say, you know, a good, you know, making sure that you're getting all your your bees, um, coq10, um, other factors as well is also just as important because. You, you maybe yes you might you might find that your levels are okay but you're not getting it into mm-hmm. the actual yeah that's um, what I've been cell. worried about for years yeah. now I mean it's been over 28 so yeah, I, I suppose yeah. it is so, 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 going but I don't think anything synthetic is as good as your natural uh, uh, absolutely but unfortunately you don't have your thyroid so you need to be on the T4 that's that's <laughs> That's that's function you need to be on that so I would also make sure that you get your iron uh, make sure you have iron. And, and vitamin D tested as well. Thank you very much, Leslie. As we head to Thornton and Sonia, you've got a question or two for David also. Yeah, I do. Hi, guys. How are you? Hey, Sonia. Hi. Um, I've been diagnosed with Hashimoto's disease. Right. Yes. yes. Um, and um, I've also got high cholesterol. Um, I've also have diabetes. Mm-hmm. Um, got the catch, right? Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, and um, I want to know what the connection between the two are. So um, I'm also getting um, um, assessed, well, not assessed. My doctor actually wants me to go and have um, a procedure, uh, a gastric sleeve, um, thinking that that's going to go and help me with um, my diabetes and also my high cholesterol and also my um um, high blood pressure. Um, however, since then, um, I've been diagnosed with this Hashimoto's disease, and I'm trying to work out the connection between okay. the two. Okay. Well, that's um, before I don't have any of that done. Yeah. yeah. So basically, if you understand that uh, Hashimoto's is an autoimmune problem. Yeah. Okay. So what's happened is that over time, um, and like you start, start off with a diabetes, which is probably was it type type one? You said. Uh, it's. I think they're calling it type one point five. Okay. Um, I'm not really sure of what that actually means. Yeah. Okay. So, so in other words, what you've got is you've got an immune, an autoimmune, an immune system that is attacking the body. Right. Okay. So it's been attacking the body, the pancreas, and those areas for a long time. Okay. Yes. And it's now decided to fo- to then put some focus on the thyroid as well. 
Okay. Right, so there is a connection. So, so there's a connection, absolutely. So what's well, happened is that the, the immune system hasn't been controlled. So you've still got, even though, yes, your blood sugar might be regulated or whatever, but the immune system still is still on fire. It's, 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 still, over, it's still attacking itself. Okay? Right. And until you actually get that under control, you're, still, yep. you, you're going to have Hashimoto's, then it's going to be something else, then it's going to be something else. Yeah. Okay? So you need yep. to find out what are the key functions for this immune system. If you don't get that, so it could be stress, it could be um, uh, toxicity through the gut, it could be poor sleep, it could be anything, okay? You've got to get that immune system under control, otherwise it'll lead to more things, uh, you know, any other things. Arthritis, joint issues, not an autoimmune, but it actually starts to deteriorate the tissue between the joints. Thank you very much, Sonia, and also to uh, Leslie a little earlier on. David, a couple of calls for you there to, to take hold of. And it, like you said, it's a topic that we could just talk all day uh, on this. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. And, and there's some been some good questions there, so uh, hopefully I've helped. But you know, Look, there is a little bit more advice available from your good self uh, tonight. The next talk for Mullen Health, uh, oddly enough, all about the thyroid. Yeah, <laughs> if you didn't get sick of me today, <laughs> I'm actually talking again tonight. I believe, so, I believe there are only just one or two spaces left uh, on this uh, one. Uh, if, if that, I think... Um, you know, if I'm not careful, it's probably already gone. Oh, but. well, <laughs> your chance to hear about the thyroid. And, of course, check out what 1974 looks like <laughs> in terms of men's fashion and hairstyling. David, uh, the, the next one after that, uh, you're not looking after this one. It's Menopause with Amanda. That's the next talk on July 31. Yep, yep. I'll be uh, looking forward to perhaps... Uh, a night off? Yeah, perhaps a night off. You can talk one. after menopause the week yeah, yeah, after. Yeah, maybe we can talk. You and I, we can talk about that. And yeah. I believe oh, I'm a bit early. And I believe <laughs> the next uh, next week you'll be back, possibly. Be back. Yeah. Fingers crossed. Possibly talking inflammation or yeah, something else. Yeah. Well, even today, inflammation and the thyroid go hand in hand. So it's kind of a nice, nice. Uh, moving on to the next one yeah so inflammation next week thank you very much david you have a great week we'll talk to you next time on health and well-being thank you very much here we go it's uh, david marston filling in for peter marlin he'll be back next week on health and well-being